Hi, it's Morgan. I'm Adam Paul Morgan on the It's Morgan podcast. Yeah, I'm feeling like crap again. Why is it this time? Was it the heat exhaustion? Which I thought it was, because we had a heat wave, so it was slightly warmer than it would be normally in September. So we know later on it's going to be the hottest September since records began. No, it was fucking COVID. However, right, bear with me, bear with me. Look at, if you've got the time and effort, you look at heat exhaustion, and I don't dwell in the heat as it is anyway. Dizziness, viria, viria, <laughs> vomit and diarrhea. Headaches, sore throats, yeah, la, 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 la. Red patches in the skin. Now look at the COVID symptoms, exactly the same. But it was my wife where I caught it from. Of course, you know, as we do, uh, <clears throat> things of such nature and I think a lot of people from her workplace so she caught it second hand and I got it third or fourth and I do it slightly better than I would be normally but I thought it was heat exhaustion I generally thought it was heat exhaustion but no it was COVID bloody COVID it's doing the rounds again apparently um I done the test, the wife done the test, and she was well, she hot, you know, in that way, but you know, hot as in temperature wise. Whew! Like burning. Could have cooked bacon on it again. But no, no, it's uh, COVID's gone round again, and that's why I was feeling a bit shit last week. So I had to have a day off from my normal duties. Trying to get back into it now, even though I've still got it. But it's all different now, isn't it, from two years ago? You know, if you had symptoms of it, lock yourself up, mask yourself up, shove the respirator down your throat, and slowly cook into a hospital and die. But now it's just like, ah, get on with it. It's just, you know, it's just one of them. It's the cold, the flu, the COVID. That's what it is. Jesus, and there's a lot of it going around. But. For me, it's normally about five days to get over it. And when did I get it? First got it really bad Saturday. That's when it really kicked in. I still went into work. Yeah, on a Saturday. Still went into work thinking it was heat exhaustion. I had to go out. I was just like, no, nah, I can't carry on. It's too much. I'm struggling now to do this. It's the shortness of breath, which is the bill of a killer. No pun intended. So you're having to sort of really concentrate on breathing just to get the words out. And as I'm doing a podcast where I talk crap for 20 odd minutes. But people are listening to it, that's the thing. If I went, say, five podcast episodes and there was zero people listening, I'd stop. But then again, as I said in the last one, I haven't advertised, have not advertised the podcast, so... It's incredible now. If you do want to listen to this and you're listening to it on your phone or anything, you can just talk to your device in the corner, say, yeah, I don't want to say it now. Or, hey, Google. But not Siri. I can say Siri and get away with it. But if you just talk to one of these smart ass devices and it will play the podcast before the AI takes over. Now, I understand. It's just me, bang, go. But there's many podcasts that I listen to that have a really good intro to the mu- you know, intro to the podcast, intro music. And it's kind of good, it's really good. It sort of goes, yeah, come on, we've got 
We're gonna have an hour, five hours, <laughs> whatever. Yay, let's rock and roll, let's go, yay. But I was looking at commercial free music. And I'm like, okay, so I can use it anywhere. Then royalty music, and there's a lot. Okay, if you use it, you gotta pay for it, or you gotta sign off, and you gotta get details about it. There's so much um, to do. And I just thought, you know what, sod it, I'll just write my own, just, or, it was my wife suggested because I was going through spending the day going through it. Why don't you use your one that you used on the YouTube one, which is me? And I've done that using just a, a free app on the Kindle Fire a long time ago. And I just dun 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 dun. I thought, yeah, that'll do. And I'll still use it to this day because I wrote that. Well, when I say wrote, so I'll just bash random keys into the keyboard random keys into the keyboard and out popped the theme tune for Adam Paul Morgan or It's Morgan depending on what you're listening to <laughs> stop the press stop the press <laughs> allegedly well if you've been on Twitter or socials you'll know and I'm going to talk about it my thoughts on it alright allegedly Species not of this earth was discovered and shown in Mexico. My thoughts. Well, if someone can prove it's not a hoax, I'll believe it. But until it's proven genuine by a number of people who are specialists in the how would you become a specialist in UFOs? You know, or medical. Send the vet. If it's not human, send a vet. You know what I mean? They, they do scans and things. They know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Send a zoologist. If it's not human. And that will prove it. That will prove to me that it's genuine. But if it is genuine. If it's a hoax, then it's like, yeah, there's been plenty of hoax. But if it is genuine. Ho, ho! I'm sorry, but all this religious stuff. The Lord... Created the earth in seven days. Yeah, what about them things? What about them? Yes, my mother-in-law can fart now than that engine. But what about if it's, uh, you know, the religious? What about these two little creatures? And I was actually talking to a bloke today and goes, oh, they're only tiny. What are they going to do? I was like, well, they, they got here from the start, if it's genuine. And again, I want to believe, but I don't believe. Until it's proven. I know, I've, I've seen the MRI scans. It could be a hoax. It could be a hoax. Why did it take so long for it to come out? I, I don't know the full story. I'm just going through what I've seen on Twitter. Last night, and I was up half the night going, fuck. It's real. So, you know, I got married in the church for the religious side. Well, it's a bit religious. I'm not. Got married in the church. £300 for the choir. I want that money back. All you have to do this is a religious ceremony. But, you know, are the aliens real? Is there a God? we just got to remember what George Michael once sang about. you got to have faith. I just finished watching Dope Stick. Very good. If you've got the Disney Plus or whatever it is in America or around the world, it's well worth a watch. Very, very good. Uh, an eye-opening program. Uh, I just watched last night an episode of Painkiller. Now, 
Is it me, or is television becoming the same thing as films years ago? Remember, once upon a time, you'd have, like, A Bug's Life come out, followed by Ants. I can't remember which one came out first. Very much the same thing. And that were coming out. And it was, it was like, two similar things. Another one, Armageddon Deep Impact. Two, you know, the asteroid coming into the Earth. I've had aliens rock up this week. Might as well throw aliens in. But, you, you know... Two fabulous similar things. I could see that happening in television now. I don't know if it's going to be a continuous thing with Painkiller, but I think Dope Stick was a limited series. It's sort of like one series, season, series, season, done. That's it. Move on. Um, I think both are very, very good. Both very different styles are basically telling the same story. Now, I know Dope Stick is based on real events that was a novel, but obviously all the characters apart from the bad guys. <laughs> Still covering from COVID. Breathing's an issue. But I'm not having any fucking oxyconin or anything like that. And I did once upon a time. I had really bad pain and I was just handed over these drugs, took them, and I was like, woo! But moving on from that. Um... Yeah, these two television programmes, one Netflix, one Hulu, Disney Plus, I don't know. That's that's how I watched it in the UK. One with Batman and the other one's got Simba from The Lion King. So two very different things, which I think is going to be more of a trend. However, I don't really mind that this is happening because I think it's a story that does need to be told. And it is an eye-opener about these medicated drugs that are basically... I don't want to give too much away if you don't watch it. It was an eye-opener, but going on to from what I've experienced over the years, if you've watched the programmes, you can see how people are getting addicted to painkillers, then moving on to other things, basically addict, you know, addiction, through no fault of their own. Now, I'll tell you a tale. In 19, I wish, in 2006, I had to go down south, down south, like, you and like the thing, oi, down south for a interview. And I had to be up really early in the morning and get to Birmingham City Centre. Now, I was there for about half five in the morning. Uh, and I had a 45 minute wait for the train. There was the delays, you know, typical delays. But I was walking around the city centre at that time on a Saturday morning. And there was no one around. No one. There was a couple of street cleaners. But there was no one. Absolutely no one about. The odd one or two people going to and from the train station. Um, and that was it. Empty. Then, ten years later, I started the job working in the city centre. The same city centre, Birmingham city centre. And I did notice the number of uh, homeless drug users. Begging and just basically doing what they do. And I've recently seen the video about... Um, Philadelphia at the moment how basically there's drug users who are just look like zombies just zonked out of the finger I was like that was happening doing the maths quickly in my head now five six years ago in the city centre my city centre Birmingham that was happening here back then you'd experience that back then just the the amount of number of uh, homeless drug users now how did they get onto the path of being where they are today could it be 
similar things to what's happening to people in Painkiller and Dopestick. Now, I've watched Dopestick. I've only watched one episode of Painkiller, so I don't know what happens to the characters in it. Even though they're all sort of based on real people. You know, they've changed their name and blah, blah, blah. But the experiences are real. And if I've been looking it up online. And, yeah, it's happened to a lot of people where they become addicted to something. You know, just by, oh, take this. This will get rid of the pain. That was a big truck that went by. But sort of going on, how, how, how did they get from everyday Dave... I was going to say Joe then, but I don't know why I said Dave. Dave or Joe, every... Dave, Joe, Joanna, Katie, Andrew. How did they get from that to being an absolute raving smackhead? Mamberhead, as it's known here, you know, absolutely popping. Or here, uh, we get lots of them begging at the traffic lights for a better fucking Friday night than what I have. Circumstances. I'm going to say it's happening to a lot of fucking people. But it's worth looking into that sort of, all right, how do we get from A to fucking B? But in a way, some of them, you know, I had to sort of, part of my job was to move them on off private property. And I've had a few of them come at me with a fucking needle. It's, you know, so I've been assaulted many times with these fuckers. And I was like, well, how did they get there? Oh, I've hurt my leg. Here's some painkillers. Buzzing. But thinking about it, as wrestlers, you know, you hear stories of wrestlers who become addicted to painkillers. So, yeah, it's an, it's an eye-opener, these programs. Very, very good. Both programs have got very different styles, but tell a story that needs to be told and just made people aware. Because it makes me think, every, if I've got to go in hospital, and I was like, oh, how, how, how'd you, how's your pain feel? I was like, oh, I've seen that. I bet, I bet this is going to be a lot of thinking medical things now. It's like, I've seen the program. I bet you don't get many people. I've read the book and the articles and followed the headlines as, as it goes on. It's a weird one. There's not really something funny I can say about it. Apart from, I've watched Dope Stick and it was very good for a drama. Very, very good. I'm glad it's not going on to like season 12 or anything like that. I've watched one episode of Painkiller and I'll say... Very different styling. It's probably I went straight from one to the other, and it's like maybe I should give it a rest. Started watching Tiger King though. What the fuck? I haven't finished watching it yet. What the fuck? I was on about getting a little kitty cat, but the wife's allergic and cats are useless. Which is kind of true. Cats are useless, but people who have fucking pissed off tigers the tiger that's pissed off that's something completely different having a little kitty cat to fucking tigers big fucking toothy pissed off tigers that's two different things now I haven't watched all of it I don't really want to give too much away to what I have watched if you haven't watched it already but there's a sort of lot when you talk about anything it's like when Father's Day comes along and Star Wars and there's all them Star Wars t-shirts with the big quote from Empire Strikes Back. Again, everyone knows it, but I'm not going to say it because there's some people who don't know Star Wars. A lot of people. But I'm not going to go into, into the Tiger King apart from it's fucked up. Worth a watch. See if you can get into it. 
It's fucked up. I haven't finished watching it yet. My wife's kind of bored of it already, but I'm like, I want to fucking find out what's going on. And then, when it's finished, I'm going to go on. But there's lots of documentaries. Like, there's one that Who Killed Jill Dando that come up advertising on Netflix. And there's something about Netflix I want to talk about in a second, but I'll go on to that. Who Killed Jill Dando was the television presenter that was shot on the doorstep. Uh, and I thought, right, I'm not going to watch that. I'm just going to put it in a search engine and find out. Well, hey, right, that saved about an hour and a half. But this is while I was flicking through Netflix, how I got onto Tiger King after watching Painkiller last night. Um, you know how they've got the sort of trending in the UK and I suppose wherever you've got the most trending programmes. Uh, number two was The Fucking Grinch, a Christmas film. Not the Jim Carrey one, the crap one, the computer animated one. That one. That was trending at number two. Now, I don't know if it is 100% or it's like, oh, we want people to watch this, so we'll put this in trending. But The Grinch was number two. It's fucking September, and this whole Christmas starting early thing is getting ridiculous now. I like Christmas. I like a quiet Christmas on Christmas Day, but the fucking build-up that's starting already is a fucking joke. It's too much. Oh, it's how the build inflation. It is a joke. And they predict this year... I've just seen one of the vans go past. That's why I'm going to talk about it now. All right. Once upon a time, internet shopping outbeats in-store shopping. It beats it. Because it's the trend. But, okay, you order something online. You've got two choices. You can either have it delivered, which is a fucking joke, or you can go into store and collect it. Which is probably the easiest thing to do. But if you have it delivered... Now, in the UK, there's a number of companies, but they're all crap. They're all crap. Well, there's a few I haven't experienced with, but nearly all... I won't mention who or what, which companies, because there's a lot to list that I have experienced and they've all been terrible, and the ones I haven't experienced, because I can't really say, because I haven't experienced it, but nearly all delivery services sound of the police whoop whoop the experience is I've had with these delivery companies has been shockingly shite so and they're predicting that you know people are shopping in stores in the shops is on the rise and that's why in my opinion it's because these delivery companies are fucking terrible you know we've all seen the videos where they're just throwing the things over fences. I remember, this is in my previous apartment. I was right, it was the police, not the fire ambulance. It was the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. Please subscribe, I need the money. It was a package that was being delivered in my old apartment, and they just left it in the pouring rain. And it was um, a book, this... It was one of them. I didn't speak, didn't speak to the lady. First time I've spoken to my neighbour. She was. A, it was a paperback book. She'd been waiting ages to get it. Looking forward to it. A, a, a avid reader, a very avid reader, and the book was just absolutely drenched. I felt sorry for her. I, thought, I wanted to get to the delivery company myself and kick off. It really is. And I remember. I've actually got it on video where this one guy was actually being quite abusive, a delivery guy, to my wife. So I went down and sorted it. Once upon a time, contacted the company, and the company decided to come round knocking on the door. 
because this one guy was being abusive. And I was like, oh, 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 hang on, hang on. We've put a complaint in against a member of staff and you've come round to my front door. You're putting a lot of stress on us. Do you think that's very fair? Oh, you're being very fair. Well, hang on, mate. Look what you're doing. Look what you're doing. You're coming round and being a dick. Hopefully that guy lost his job. Hopefully, anyway. Got the police in contact and everything, yeah. Police do anything? Nope. Company do anything? Hopefully he was sent. Didn't even get a freebie from it either. Don't want to sound like a Karen, but, you know, if you're being abusive to a young woman for just doing, you know, going down to collect a parcel from the door. They're terrible. I know they've got stressful targets and all that. But if I can help it this silly season, Christmas, when I say silly season, I mean Christmas, I'm probably going to go into a shop and buy something, but there's a lot of shops I don't buy. But I'm just waiting for the Christmas music to begin. And I've got a sneaky suspicion... I'm going to walk into a supermarket or a shop. If it's a, a Christmas shop that's open all year, fair enough. But any other shop that plays Christmas music before December 12th, which ain't going to happen, you will not get to my business. No way. Not happening. There's lots of sort of fighty stuff going on lately. Uh, I mean that by sort of... Combat sports, so two people get into the octagon or a ring, the squared circle, whatever, and beat the living crap out of each other. Now, boxing and UFC and MMA and all that, and karate and jiu-jitsu and all that, these have been going on for yonks and yonks and yonks. Fair enough. People train very hard and do that. La, 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 la. But what I'm noticing lately, well, I've noticed it for a while, but I'm going to talk about it now, is... Famous people, YouTubers, social media owners are... That's very good. Are becoming, you know, getting into the sort of... Let's knock the crap out of someone. Legally and get away with it. And have a referee hold your hand up in the air for winning. Sort of thing. You can tell I'm not, I'm not an expert on such matters. But I'm noticing there's a lot more famous people doing it. And just random... TikTokers getting into boxing matches and amateur sort of boxing matches. And you got the owners of Prime drink. Never touch the stuff and never will. Getting into this new celebrity fighting. And it made me think, for people my age on MTV late at night when Monday Night Raw on the Friday night, don't ask, it's different over here in the UK, finished on Sky Sports, you'd flick over to MTV and you'd get Celebrity Deathmatch. Now, I thought about that, and I thought, that's basically what's happening now. Celebrity deathmatch is kind of becoming real. Well, you've got these famous people, for one thing or another. Bloody hell, they're busy today. Or is that the same one going back the other way? I'm in the rough area at the moment. But basically, you know, you've got these celebrity deathmatch things happening and it is becoming slightly real you got this KSI guy who's fighting Tommy well I don't even know Tommy Fury see I don't even follow the stuff but I know about it because it's in my face through the the, uh, socials and all that now I don't know anything about either of them apart from one of them's involved in the drink I will never touch Um, and the Fury guy uh, right this is from no knowledge and 
in ignorance of it all. I generally don't know anything about him apart from he 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 he's, he knows how to box. Am I right in saying that? Some, someone correct me. Oh one two one. It's Morgan at gmail dot com. I'll have to check with my producer. Oh wait, I don't have one. I am the producer. I need to check with myself. Funny old world. But no, it is celebrity. Well, no, no one's come to me. I was like, I ain't fucking doing it. I'll, 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 I'll go to watch. Be interesting. It'll be a new experience to check out. Particularly somewhere in a nice climate. But apart from that, nah. You're all right. I know people do watch it, but it's sort of this celebrity thing where they get more press. I think there was like a bit of a standoff between... That Andrew Tate guy and one of the Logan guys. Logan Brothers. Logan Paul. Well, one of them. And a standoff. And I've seen the clip. But what got me was the amount of phones that were thrown in the faces of these guys expecting it to happen. But one of them, I think one of them is amateur and the other one's somewhat more than amateur. See, I don't know anything about these things. But it's what they do. They just throw the phones into people's faces. We'll get views on this. A classic example of this. You know, you've got to be seen to be doing something. In my previous job, I was um, just working away. And there was this guy walking into his master's voice. If you know what I'm on about, you'll know what I'm on about. It's a big one. Um, he must have broken his leg or something like that because he had his foot in a cast and it was absolutely fucking hammering it down. And his toes were out, and I thought yeah, that cast ain't going to do too good getting wet or anything like that. He just he just wanted to pop in and buy some records. This weren't that long ago, youth. Your fucking sh- streaming services, no actual records. And I seen him go in. I thought right, if I see him come out again, I'm going to give him the covers for you. You know, you put over your shoes when you walk into someone's house. It might not do much, but it'll help him out. And I had an absolute handful of these things. I've never used them in the job. And I thought, well, we're only going to get thrown away, which eventually they did. So we come out and I said, yeah, pal, have some, have some of these. See if it helps you out just a little bit, just to try and keep your uh, foot and cast dry a little bit. Better for you. And we said, oh, thank you very much. And I had some fucking Gen Z or whatever the fuck they're called these days. I think it was a them. Just come up to me and was like, oh, you should have filmed that and put it on Instagram. It would have looked really good on you. I thought, God, don't give a fuck. So, if you do a good deed, you have to be filmed doing it, followed by some fucking repetitive music that's on every fucking YouTube short and Instagram and TikTok video. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. You've got to be seen doing something good. Well, if, I'm not going to go into it, but I've had family members go to a concert, and for what I can gather, they didn't actually watch the concert, but they fucking filmed it, though. Well, take a picture, film about five seconds and enjoy the show. Don't fucking just film the whole thing. Don't film the whole thing and message me fucking wife with a whole fucking concert for a band I've got no interest in. For a band I might have interest in, well, hey. God, I'm having a right angry rant this time. I'm going to try and get this out early. Try and do it for Friday, see how it goes. Oh, well. Anyway, I'm out of Paul Morgan. If you want to contact the podcast, contact my producer, a.k.a. me, on 0121 it's morgan at gmail.com 
do all the subscribe stuff because um, the car insurance has gone up and I need the car for work. So have a good one. All the best. Look after yourselves and watch out. COVID's about again. We'll get over it. Have a good one. Ta-ta.